ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted Andy Spring third place to add of the year. Sandra Golden. I walk in there and I'm like, I have a rock. And this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's <laughs> Only people watching that is your mom. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to Friday morning on the fastest two hours in radio. Two hours. Two hours. Steak Shapiro. Sandra Golden. Nice to see you. You too, my friend. Wow. I was, I was here very early today. What was going on there? Well, Bobby had a workout at school at like 6.30 a.m. So uh, he's Bobby Shapiro, what, what are they soccer. doing he's with He's playing those? soccer. Oh. So pitch black outside, freezing cold. I dropped him off. I was like, this is how you build some uh, discipline That's and character. Nice. He was whining like crazy on the way over. But once he got there, so then it was like 6.30, quarter seven. And I just came over to the Starbucks here. I got, I got my... Uh, my annual checkup today. <laughs> oh, boy. So I got a little anxiety, yeah. you know. What time is I'm that? I'm going to see Dr. Mellitz right after the show. Okay, there right? you go. So I told you I tried not to eat yesterday. My wife was like, that's the dumbest. I should. Exactly. She goes yeah. to me like, what do you want for dinner? We're going to La Fonda. And I was like, no, I'm not having dinner. It's like, <laughs> well, why aren't you having dinner? It's like, I got my checkup tomorrow. I got to weigh in. Oh, She's no. like, what the hell do they care what you weigh? You're, she goes, your weight is your weight. You're not going to eat dinner. You're not going to do a three-hour cleanse, okay? That doesn't exist. <laughs> a three-hour cleanse. It's just the no. idea of wa- idea of Our walking dear. in there. Mm-hmm. I got. Gotcha. I want to feel light. I want to feel gotcha. light. So she's like, I, I don't. Even, that's just makes no sense. What is you this think. a full physical? Is this? Yeah, what's I gave blood Wednesday. Oh boy. So um, which number are you most concerned about? Uh, Listen, I, is I'm, your cholesterol and all that? No, I don't. I, listen, I, there's no rhyme or reason. Maybe, maybe my luck runs out today. Oh, don't but, say that. No, well, no, I'm no. just God. <laughs> I gloom no, and doom. No, no, no. I'm just saying, Good like, morning. I have the lowest cholesterol number oh, of great. all time. Because you and eat so good and healthy. Cheese. Yeah, because I eat a lot of red. Because I eat thirty-five dollar burgers. You eat thirty-four dollar <laughs> burgers. It goes. You don't get it. the one thing about you spend that much on a hamburger. You did, the cholesterol doesn't exist. Ah, so I've always backwards. had good numbers for no reason. I'm concerned about my my hair. It's shocking. Let's see liver. how my liver count looks. Oh, that liver's exhausted. That's that it. liver is um, showing up. Although everybody behaved last night at the holiday. I didn't see you at the holiday party. I was there I early. Came late, very late. You were there late, mm-hmm. right? It was lovely, and thanks to everybody, Rick Caffey and all of our teammates at Z, uh, Yeah, that was Wano. a cool spot. Uh, what's the name of that speakeasy? Uh, Joe's Beloved, I think it is, right? Yep. Yeah, I think I got it right. Yeah, so, I didn't even Joe, Joe's, Joe, Joe's Beloved, I think. No? And uh, by the way, Bo won $50 for Ugliest Sweater or something. $150. Oh, it's $150. I know, girl. Damn. No, he, he has a gorgeous plaid jacket. What, did you, get, what did you win it for? Explain. Uh, so it was there was two categories of fun, and one was Best Ugly Christmas Sweater. Category two was best holiday attire. Nice. So okay. I placed second next to a young woman who had, she was dressed up in lights and like, it was, she okay. deserved first place. Man. I need to bring man. lights next year. Buck I need to, 50. I need to nice. Bring. I wonder what first place got. Yeah. Dang. Probably 250. So congrats That's so nice. uh, to Bo as well. And um, you have your huge 
Very memorable. My uh, wife has been blessed enough to be there a number of times. You've always done a dinner, and today it's a luncheon, yeah, right? Yeah, I've done Friendsgiving over the last, I don't know, four or five years, and today I'm doing uh, fa-la-la lunch. Fa-la-la yeah, lunch. Yeah, so we get together. How many of you? There's 24. So what's the format? Is it for just a lot of very... 12 to 3. Just uh, kind of spending time with people that you care about from absolutely. the year? Absolutely. We have a, It's naughty or nice. Uh, we have some... Signature cocktails, and then we do a naughty or nice gift exchange, which okay. means you can bring something naughty or something nice. Okay. Have you done that before? Nope. So how many different women are going to be there? 24. Wow. Very yep. cool. Yeah, and so Kimberly is coming by, right? Yes. yes she's she's going to be, be there because she's flying out of town, but her flight's later, and she just called, I guess, to say, can I get back on the- uh... Yeah, back on the list. She right. got back behind the ropes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I love my friends. Are you going to take photos? Yes. Of course, everybody. Take a lot of pictures. My friends flew in. I have Jamie coming in. Jamie, Jamie I you know from, David uh, from Boston. Dave, Jamie's yeah. here. Yeah, what about so. your girlfriend from Canada? Is she coming in? Jen couldn't come. Okay. Mm, she's busy. Yeah, running let's just the talk NHL. about your guest list, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, let's do our nine at nine. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine on the Steakhouse Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. I am going to mix things up, steak and crew, because. I feel this deserves its proper respect. The U.S. Soccer Federation has selected none other than Fayette County for their new National Training Center. How big is this? So I say to Mike Conti last night at the party, I go, man, this seems pretty big. And he said, this is massive. So well, we already knew the USA was moving their whole operation to Atlanta, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, so they were nine different spots in okay. Atlanta that they picked from. Where it is is yeah, so good for this area. So he was just telling me 85 south, and once you get out of Atlanta, it's about 10 miles down. So it's Fayette County. So so it, is that near? Uh, what? Uh, I mean, what towns are out? Uh, you know, that's kind of your Peachtree City yeah, area. Peachtree City. Yep. Fayetteville. Fayetteville, yeah. Yeah, over right around that area. You know, there's uh, Trilla Studios at Dan Cavanaugh. Yes. So yes. it's in that there area. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So this is a big deal. They're going to have it ready before the World Cup. Wow. We'll break ground on it next year. Um, I just think it's great. And the biggest deal is that we're going to be able to have many more games with the U.S. men's national and women's national think, teams. Think how many families, if their girls are playing junior. So this is all the teams. All. This is 12 and under, 14 and under. This is the, you know, amateurs. This is obviously the U.S. and men and women's World Cup teams. All these families are going to have to, uh, you know, set up in that area or live in that area for many of them. Um, and then all the coaches. Think about the plethora of coaches, administrators, the entire USA soccer operation. Hundred plus jobs yeah, that will be awesome. available. So, Very and how cool. does that happen? Thanks to Arthur Blank, who strokes a check, knows the that, value of soccer, and um, makes it. I just think it's tremendous. well. The whole thing started with the Atlanta United mm-hmm. turning Atlanta into this recognized international soccer town, where people are like. Have you seen what's happened in Lane United games? They're putting 70,000 people at American soccer games. I think that put us on the map. Yeah. So, and Thursday night football. Yeah, go funny. ahead. And yeah. Go Pat, ahead. Pats at the Steelers. Yeah. You know, I said yesterday. Great rivalry. Gosh, Steelers Incredible are game. only favored by five and a half. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, New England wins at 21-18. Okay. <laughs> Let me just explain why gambling's hard for a lot of folks. <laughs> the New England Patriots have been shut out twice this year at home. They scored... Uh, they, the the Patriots defense gave up less than ten points, three straight games, and they lost all three. 
which has never happened in like 100 years. They scored 21 points in the first half. They scored. T- the game went over in the second quarter. That's so like crazy. there's no rhyme or Bailey Zappi is Three throwing darts pass. right in the first half. Right, right. Bo. Anybody got Bailey Zappi on their fantasy And, and if they do, why? Yeah, no, never. <laughs> hey, not very much Bailey Zappi. But is if Zeke you listen to this guy over the last few days and yeah. started Zeke Elliott, yeah. you did yourself pretty good. Right, because Stephen. Uh, Ron, uh, what's his name? Is out. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. Ezekiel had 140 from scrimmage last night. Okay, there you go. That's why you listen That's to Bo. Great. That's, That's why you listen news. to Bo. All right, Falcons Bucks, one o'clock Sunday at the Ben. Stakes now going to go. Falcons favored by two. I will tell you if you go read the Tampa papers and my friend JP, this is their playoff game. This is it. Like you want to talk about must win? Yeah, I mean basically Tampa wins. I mean everything is wide ass open in the NFC South. If the Falcons win, they're starting to distance themselves from everybody else. It's the kind of game we couldn't trust them for. I didn't trust them last week against the Jets. They proved me wrong. Can we trust them this week against the Bucs? The uh, list is long and winding when it comes to injuries for both teams. I'll begin with the Falcons. David Onyemata, ankle, not participated this week at all. Caleb McGarry, knee injury, didn't participate all week. Jeff Okuda, limited. Nate Landman, didn't participate. AJ Terrell, still in concussion protocol, y'all, but he was at least upgraded yesterday to limited. So look out. Who is back for the Bucks? Levante David, linebacker. He has missed the last couple. So Saints beat the uh, Carolina Panthers, and we lose. It's a three-way tie. There you go. Oy vey. Yeah, exactly. Oy vey. We don't want also, any part of that. If you're going, first quarter is the big celebration of the '98 Super Bowl team. Um, there's about 14 of them on the list yeah, to come. Show back. me the list in the break. I will. Okay, Hawks at 76ers tonight. Heads up, Trey Young questionable illness, some sort of illness. And just to get your your mind right, Monday at State Farm Arena, uh, Denver and the Joker come in this weekend tonight and Sunday night. One of my all-time favorite comedians who just hosted SNL a couple of weeks ago, Nate Bargazzi. I'm not saying his name right. Bargazzi. Bargazzi. He's going to be Friday night and Sunday. At State, State Farm. Farm. I miss being young. Your 20s are great. You're down for whatever. Your friends call you. They're like, do you want to go? You're like, I'll go. You don't even know where you're going. <laughs> you're like, I'll move, dude. I'm, I'll set my apartment on fire. What do you want to do? <laughs> Your 30s come, and you're like, where are we going? <laughs> How late are they open? Is it loud? I am going to drive separate. <laughs> Great so stuff. True. I'm looking forward to that. He's really clean, y'all. Very funny. It's, a, it's about as good as it gets. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try to go Sunday night, I think. Oh, uh, good. I'm scheduling my weekend right here as wow, we're standing here. I like here. it. I like it a lot. All right, when we come back, what are we replacing college football? There's a big void in our lives. We'll figure that much out. Um, and uh, why Army-Navy doesn't look like Army-Navy the same way this year. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Falcons Friday. Falcons Friday on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game is brought to you by Jim Ellis Key of Kennesaw, where you can expect the best.
Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 9 o'clock hour, brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Army, Navy, one of the great tradition spectacles in the entire sports world on the Steak Shapiro bucket list uh, alongside, as I mentioned, my trip to the U.S. Open, which has never happened before. I'm trying to think of other signature sporting events. Um, The... uh, Never attending a World Cup game. Hopefully that streak will be broken in a couple of years as well. But Army-Navy in Gillette in Foxborough, Massachusetts, one of the few times in the last, oh, uh, almost 100 years that is outside of Philadelphia and the effort to start moving this game around a little bit, right? Very cool. What was your thought? When you heard Bill Belichick is the guest picker for Army I'm going to get my popcorn. And I'm going to watch as Pat McAfee screams on one side and Lee Corso says, not so fast, my friend, on the other. And watch how awkward Bill Belichick is. I know. I was always wondering if that guy could ever be out of his jackassery mode and ever become like an analyst uh, or journalist. Journalist! Um, And would would he be good at it? Would he finally relax? Those who know him really, really well. A couple of guys I know have been out to dinner with him and hung out with him and say he's going to... Fighting sense of humor. He's a pretty fun guy to be around in the off season, the summer wow. when he's in Nantucket. I find it hard to believe. You know who knows him really well? Who is Billy Andre? He's very oh, tight. Wow. He's hung out with him a bunch. Our buddy David uh, Andrews also likes him. Yeah, Davis. I mean, I guess because you know David Andrews has been captain of the Patriots. But anyway, Bill Belichick will be the guest picker. Army Navy coming up and uh, should be three uh, thirty on CBS. Yeah, Come what on. what are you replacing? That hole in your heart that's college football in Florida State with this I weekend. Can, I cannot. I'm not over it yet. There's So is there yeah. is there anything is there anything Sandra will do more of this weekend? I'm afraid to ask. Yeah. Is there something you'll do more of this weekend? <laughs> because you don't want to think about college football no, and No, I just I'm gonna not be in a chill. good place. Yeah, it's sad. You're, you're not in a good There's place, more right? More information I, starts coming out about the scam that is the playoff committee. Well, I mean, Boo Corrigan's brother, Wes Durham, joining us right now. He Hi, Wes. Can, he can be a part of the, co- of the conversation. Yes, please. Boo Cor- How are you guys doing? Good. Boo Corrigan's brother works as uh, in, at ESPN. Uh, works at or is the director of programming? Uh, no, production. he's the producer. He's the executive producer of the NBA. Tim. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know why that's like a big deal. Other- it doesn't. That doesn't have anything to I do don't, with this. I mean, listen, we know they wanted Alabama anyway, whether his brother works there or not. His brother doesn't have anything to do with the decision, right? No, no, his brother's not even a million. His brother's barely within a million miles of it. Right. So, um, so what were your I, thoughts? Look, we, we haven't talked to you about all that. I, I would say this. I, I think the committee, in many respects, pivoted off a nine-year uh, plan, right? First nine years of the CFP, if you were zero in a conference champion, you get in, Right. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. And the transfer back after that is that you have now the committee who had Florida State at four, then after Travis got hurt against North Alabama, moved them to five. Then why, after beating Florida, yep. did they move them back to four? Right. I okay. mean, that, that, that was the, that's the ultimate slap in the face. I agree with you. Just to let yeah. everybody know what you think of them. Let everybody yeah. know that you watched them against the Gators or whatever, and you just you just we want to keep you there because that's where we think you are. Then don't ever move them up. Sure, and and if you keep them at five, then the it's still bothersome. Don't get me I, wrong, but it's not as like egregious looking. Yeah, yeah, and I think the other thing too is this, and 
it's ironic that Florida State and Georgia find themselves on the outside looking in for two different reasons. One, Georgia lost for the first time in 30 games, and they go from one to six. Okay, that, that's one issue. Now, I know it was the conference championship, and I know it was Alabama. But you could argue that, you know, if Texas and Alabama, if it was an eye test or style points or whatever the case may be at the end, then you should have put style points in the, you know, in the in the pattern to say, okay, this is what we're going to base this on, um, because Texas clearly went for style points in the last regular season game against Texas Tech, and they went for style points against Oklahoma State the other day. Mm-hmm. In the case of Alabama, they won a game, no question, terrific game, best game of the weekend, I thought, uh, just in terms of sheer intensity and, and margin, um, and the way the game was played, it was a very high level football game. But the idea that that one game, number one, takes Georgia out, number two, automatically promotes Alabama, who lost to Texas by 10 or more at home. The thing that concerns me about the bigger picture here, guys, is the um, the way the committee moved from the front of the year to the end of the year. And then the second part of this is I think the ramifications of all this are going to be really fascinating when we get to twelve. And I'll share this with you only because I think it's a fun comparison. If we were playing the 12-team format based on the way the document currently sits with the 12 teams, where it's conference champions in the top four, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We'd have Florida State. We'd have Alabama. We'd have Michigan. And since we don't have a Pac-12, we have a Pac-2. They don't get enough a bid. But do you know who the champion of the Big 12 would be next year? If we use this year's standings, no, Arizona. Uh, well, one of the hottest teams. In that football. would be that would be a, that would be a four seed with yep. a buy stake, right? Well, now, I mean, see, listen, people say, it, it, "Well, this is jacked up. I can't wait for the 12. Oh, really? Arizona's a four seed. Okay, I like but, Arizona too, but damn. But it, but at le- <laughs> but at least Wes, you're not eliminating an entire team. I mean, the road. Well, you're not eliminating the, road the may, league either. Yeah, the road may be harder. But, right. it, it, you know, Florida State's sitting there saying, like, what else are we supposed to do? And I don't totally well, – and you know. yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's, so many there's, there's, there's a so tremendous – there's a tremendous case to be made that Florida State got screwed. I'm not – There's complete- a tremendous case. And, Wes, what the very first thing you said was nine years set as a precedent of them following their own rules. Certainly mm-hmm. there is – so this is the year they decided. It would have been much easier, in my opinion, for them to say status quo – if you won, Agreed. you're undefeated, and then next year it'll all shake out with 12. Agreed. But they chose totally to go standard. in that room, rock the Casbah, and now have every conspiracy theorist out yep. there that is That's... now going into Boo Corrigan's uh, resume. It does not look well. It does, does, it does. Does. Here's, here's what would not have looked well for me. The best game of the year, maybe, was Alabama-Georgia. All the NFL mm-hmm. players, the highest level of play, the best sure. two teams in America, and you're going to tell me neither one goes? That wouldn't have sat well with me. Now, it wouldn't have looked as egregious as eliminating an undefeated team, but I understand if you watched Alabama-Georgia, even watch the Michigan-Ohio State game, you tell me what game was played at a higher level, Michigan-Ohio State or Alabama and Georgia. That, they both were played incredibly high. Yeah, but I, I argue the SEC. All right, now we're going to talk no, about – But, Steve, yeah. here's the other thing, too. Yeah. Let, me, let me throw this in there. And this is a much broader scope conversation. Maybe I can jump in studio with y'all next week and go. Love over to this. have but you. Please do. I think I think the idea here, the concept is, 
two things are going to happen out of this. Number one, there's going to have to be transparency of the college football playoff committee. Yes. And we haven't really had that. It's been this secret ballot thing. And Heather Dennett's article at ESPN.com is really interesting because I know about how the process works, and she explains it beautifully. Now, because you may have a vested interest in who's in or who's out, you may not like the way it's written, but it's accurate. Um, it's that's accurate. She, did, so, she didn't name anybody except Bill Hancock, though. So, I know. And right? that's okay. Design, because you have to keep the confidentiality of it. But I think out of this, we're going to get transparency of how the final vote goes. That's yeah. just an opinion. Yeah, I, I hope you're right. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing about this is, where we had problems with Florida State. And look, there's a lot of things for Florida State to be mad about. Um, but the reality of it is we're down now to a basic list of 24 to 32 teams, in my opinion, that are going to be eligible for the national championship going forward. Yeah. Just based on the resources and the way this looks and the landscape and all these other things, you're basically looking at two to three dozen teams that are going to be in play every year, and that's going to be about All it. All right, we got 60 seconds. And I listen, I have no problem. This is a big topic, and we talk Falcons all week anyway. But sure. do you trust, do we have a reason to trust the spreads too, which basically Vegas says Tampa's got a better roster than we do. Right. We, we win this game, there's real separation. Do you trust that Sunday we will actually open that gap uh, in the NFC South? I would hope so. I think so. I, but you have to remember how the first game went. You won the first game kicking the field goal on the final play. Uh, and you also held them from scoring by getting sacks. Anya Mata had a huge sack, right? Yep. Right. Um, I think you also have to remember, too, Bajon Robinson did not play in the game. He did, but he didn't. And I think he becomes a major factor because they're going to have to account for him. And whatever their plan was for that first game when he wasn't able to play very much, I think is going to be really interesting to watch. And here's the other part, too. Can Atlanta force Tampa into blitz? The, they are the third highest blitz team in the league, but they're the third worst pressure team when they blitz. So that means when they blitz, if you get the ball out, typically you're going to be pretty successful with it. I think that's a huge It, it would be a huge win to start separating ourselves. Oh, it, it changes it Atlanta's dynamic totally. 100%. Changes the, the yeah. whole division right there for you if you win. All right. Wes, yep. we'll see you uh, Thanks, on Wes. Sunday. Thanks, buddy. Wes, All right, be well, guys. Take Phen- care. Phenomenal job, college and pro football. That's our guy. When we come back, if you want to get to the league, does it matter where you go to school or are they going to find you regardless? Is too much made of here's where you have to be playing college football? We got a tailgate. Are you going to be able to change your mood? I mean, we just said, listen at your face, your your nonverbals, everything. It, it's it's listen, just, just there's, there's no happy ending. I, I thought I thought we I thought this is a holiday show today. God, who brought up Florida State? Who's you the, did. Who's the idiot? And you had to bring up the Corrigan brothers. Hope there's a movie. No, you, soon. no, you brought that up. I just said it's not a big deal. That part of it, and, and that made you angry. We'll come back. Sports radio. Looking at his title, vice president of production. I'm just saying. You called him like head of programming. I don't know what you call him. He's vice president Uh, of production. Dude, he works on the NBA. My brother. Mm -hmm. This is Falcons Friday. Falcons Friday on Sports Radio 92.9. The game is brought to you by Jim Ellis Key of Kennesaw, where you can expect the best. Sunlight to come rising from the sea. We yeah. lay under. Cover.
cover shaded by the Christmas tree. We could stay forever, never leave this paradise. Swaying in the ocean breeze to the rhythm of the time. Sports Radio 929, the game. That Zach Brown's got a hell of a voice. Oh, I love this. I got to tell you, hell of a voice. Uh, lots going on on a Friday, Steak and Sandra. It does, I mean, we joke a little before the break, but I mean, Sandra, obviously it is a tough weekend with college football behind us for a lot of folks, not for the folks from Michigan, Alabama, Washington, and Texas, but a lot of other folks. But it kind of is because it's not on. Well, so it's, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like but at least, at least you can hype the game. But no, there's there's a... There's a gap there for sure, and uh, and it's just kind of like trying to like I like I feel it too because like last Friday we were here, yeah, and we were getting ready for our three hour pregame downtown at the Hard Rock uh, Hotel, and there was no thought in my mind that we weren't going to have this ongoing kind of um, train of 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 hype exactly leading into the Final Four that you know. Of course, Georgia could lose. They're only a four-and-a-half, five-point favorite. But I don't know. We, we didn't really discuss it. Is it no, when you haven't we lost. Like, Georgia's totally going to win. Yeah. When you haven't lost 100%. in, like, three regular seasons and you haven't lost since the SEC title game, you know, two years ago, you just don't – it doesn't compute. 100%. And I think a lot of people are driving around now like, I don't have that much to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. So trying to figure that out a little bit and, uh, and, and you know, make sense of uh, – this bowl game with Georgia and Florida State, which I think a lot of folks are, you know, less than. But the, the, the bowl season is is, is kind of ridiculous. How many schools really get pumped up? Last year I was. It's a different pumped up state because I remember just back in the day before they had this playoff, it was an event. It's a go-to. It's like. No, a, no, no. If, it's a destination. Even if it wasn't one versus two. So, I mean, you had no chance at the national title. But the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Orange Bowl, and Fiesta Bowl were, we're huge. If deals. you were playing yeah. on New Year's Day, yeah. yes, like you were nervous, you mm-hmm. were excited, even for. Florida. But I certainly have, uh, like, as a family at, with my dad, Gator Bowl. I would go. Where Where's Florida right. State going? And I think a lot of people in the South and you know college football diehards, we mark your calendars, and you were waiting on Sunday. Where are we going? And a lot I mean, of people go. If you're a Big Ten fan and you're a Penn State fan, especially or a Wisconsin fan, and you're playing in the Rose Bowl, I mean. The fact you're not playing for a national title, that doesn't mean it. You're playing in the Rose Bowl yeah. against USC. But I got to tell you, the Penn State Nation traveling here yeah. is going to be this phenomenal. Say, well, this happens to be the most – Great. Yeah, this yeah. is the best draw you could yes. get. Yes, Because yes. for Ole Miss, the, you know, this is a chance to get a signature win. Lane Kiffin has that program on the move. For Penn State, you know, they're tired of hearing about how they can't win big games. And certainly they can't beat Michigan and Ohio State on a regular basis. But – yeah, they got lucky here. I'm just going to – even last year, for me, the fact that Tulane was in a cotton bowl. Yeah. And I was like, this yeah. is unbelievable. Like, yeah. this will never happen in my lifetime. Yeah. Now, USC would said the same thing. This is unbelievable. <laughs> we're, we're schlepping to Dallas to play it's those like guys. Tulane. Right. That's a different so perspective. So, we are different. – we're just – we're here for each other. Sandra has her big party or, or, or luncheon for yes. 24 women. Mm-hmm. My wife is leaving town, but she's going to the luncheon first. Very now let me ask you a couple of questions because you know I was going to, and then we'll get to the uh, tailgate. The tailgate <laughs> of twenty-four women. So what's the how dread? What do you tell a people? Holiday 
glam. It was on holiday the glam. So they can whatever they want to wear. So are you going? Are you changing? Or is this your holiday glam? <laughs> what? I'm definitely changing. I was gonna say. Yes. I almost stepped in it right there. Yeah, you. That did. was almost like yes. Totally. I, I. Yeah. I'm not wearing this. Imagine. No. I've got to get into my sequin tiara. I was like, what are you kidding? Um, okay. She's like, all right. So, so holiday glam. Yes. How many calls have you gotten about what does holiday glam mean? Does everybody understand that? No, these girls are low maintenance. They are like rolling up and well, they'll be dropped in. When you gorgeous. say low maintenance, they are. Lo- no, I haven't. I literally had one not call, bothered, but they know what it means. Know what it means? Holiday glam. Okay. Yeah. Now, are there? I mean, normally it's at night. So, mm-hmm. is there a chance that a few girls? We'll have to have their hubbies come get them at 2, 3 o'clock. I did say that I tried to call Safe Ride. And what is Safe Ride? Safe Ride will come get you and your car. Because uh-huh. um, I you, am treating for cocktails. Can they pick so. Can they pick 18? Do they 18 have 18 of, cars? Yes. Can you have a lot of people? <laughs> so I, I always You're say don't cocktails. drink and drop. Yeah, okay. so Uber's going to be you, in But do you think that the fact it's a daytime event yes, will lessen the aggressiveness yes. at the bar? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it a prefixed uh, three-course deal? It's a four-course prefixed okay. with choices. Could you get me that? Could I take a look at <laughs> I'll take a I'd look. I'd like to see the menu. Listen, I was just, and you know where I'm having it. It's really nice, yeah, great food. I helped recommend this spot, yes, right? Yes, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't recommend a $34 burger, so I'm not going to be lambasted by people. But uh, so all this is – and then uh, is there a 3 o'clock – 3 o'clock, get out. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, I went to Dad's luncheon. It's a little different. I didn't go this year. Where it was at New York Prime, and people just got after it. And then at two thirty, a bunch of dudes are sitting there buzzed in the middle of the day. You've heard of In Town Golf, which is that kind of boozy yes, place. You go, yes, yes, yes. Oh, these dudes are just oh, like that so was fun. the perfect. Mm-hmm. It was a cloudy day. Right now, I'm not a great golfer. I didn't go with them, but like they had a plan. Oh, they were focused on three to six. Right. Yeah. Once you get a hall pass from the wife. You never you hand that take back in. Of all you the never hours. hand. <laughs> I have a great philosopher friend who once said, "If you have a hall pass, like you have a night out, and somebody cancels, you really don't ever ever let the wife you know." You call other people, right? You, you make you never hand back the yeah. hall pass. Likewise for yeah. girls. Yeah, never hand it back. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. I'm going to pull the three gentlemen that I'm looking at. Interest in the Heisman Trophy presentation, which is Saturday night at 8 o'clock. Scale of, wait, 1 wait, to 10. It? 1 to 10. Uh, I'll, give it a, I'll give it an 8. Okay. 10. Oh, okay. Uh, 5. Yeah. Well, you know, Bo is biased because he, he Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, so, and in a normal year, what would it be if an LSU player wasn't there? Now, is this there? my interest in who wins or is this interest in Will you in watch watching? it kind of the whole thing? Will you watch it? And if Jaden wasn't up there, I would not watch it You would not it watch it at all. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of raised my hand, too. First of all, it's too long. It's their 30th I, enshrinement ceremony. The only thing worse than the two-hour show that two is. Two hours. Two hours is the playoff Play, oh playoff God. shows they so like that's what they do is they sell these sponsorships and they turn what should be a half hour hour show into an interminable a long time mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels I think is going to win though He's right gonna win it. Yeah. yes yes so good luck to everybody God bless I just wanted to bring it up because I like seeing the, the Heisman speech because it's famous sometimes I like that so I yeah. like to see the speech yeah exactly all right I found this interesting because through the years we've been doing this a long time and I think we all could admit the amount of time we spend on recruiting has quadrupled 
quadrupled yeah. since, since day one. Since Rusty came into our lives. No, Rusty for sure, but just through the years and having yeah. the signing day yeah, shows like and what's going years on. Ago. And, I mean, there's the proverbial ratings don't matter. These schools, you come get. Well, they do matter, and they are consistently mattering more. This morning, College Football Report on the Twitters came up with this list. The most active players in the NFL – and where their recruiting classes have ranked in the last whoa, whoa, decade. Whoa, Floyd, I... In the last decade. Okay, so what I'm saying is your program and the player count, how many they have, and their recruiting rank average for the decade. You will not be surprised who's at the top. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, LSU, Michigan. So there's just your top five. They have 57 active players in the NFL. Georgia has 49, Ohio State 48, LSU 43, Michigan 38. They have ranked in the top five in recruiting for the last decade. And you're going to tell me that doesn't matter. The point is the five-star kids are the ones that are showing up on campus and ending up in the NFL. Not always. Or but- maybe a three-star, and they've developed them. So their, their rankings matter because you can also go down to the Auburn and the Oregons who haven't ranked in the top five. But what they've done is taken those kids. They have to, uh, Ole Miss has 23 kids in the NFL. So they've taken those kids at these programs, taken the five, the four, the three, and they've developed these kids into NFL players. So I just find it fascinating. The more five-star – I mean, if you want to – they didn't break it down in five, four, three, two, one. But what it says about your program, the better that you recruit – this is not breaking news. The better that you recruit, the better your program is, and the more kids get to the NFL. It's which the is only thing that really matters. I mean, Kirby so Smart showed you that. The only difference between Kirby Smart and Mark Richt is that Kirby Smart, you know, um, recruited 50 kids that are, are the top recruits. And Mark Rick was doing it with, like, 25 kids. Yeah, in different positions. You know, Kirby told us first day we're getting bigger and faster on the on the lines. That's it. So, um, also just throwing it out there, when is the Carson Beck decision coming? Rusty, if you're listening, I find I find it kind of weird because aren't you supposed to be shopping for a quarterback if need to be? Yeah, they're going to go to the portal possibly. They already have a few guys in mind maybe. They're certainly not going to commit to Gunnar Stockton or the freshman. And now you already um, – uh, Kid went to Kentucky. Oh, Brock. Vandergriff's already mm-hmm. going to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So we'll know in the next 36 hours. You think? I think he's going. I think he's coming back. Okay. I don't think you wait this long and tell Georgia you're not you're coming not, back. That's a great That's point. what I think yeah. is going to uh, be the case. Hey, 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. Why are young men not hooking up, not dating, and not doing, you know, what young men are supposed to be doing? Well, is the Nebraska-Iowa under 30 to blame. We'll explain when we come back. Sports Radio, 92.9 a game.